Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Wonderland. My name is Jeff and I will be your host for the next 10 minutes on the Wonderland. And if you're wondering what the Wonderland is, it is a tour through the caverns of my mind, my thoughts, my theories and anything else of use that I feel I can share with you. I will share with you. We'll also have some music, but for the time being, we're going to delve into the merely theoretical. And of course, the people who've been listening to the show for a while will know exactly what I mean by that. Yes, it's the part of the show which effectively managed to launch Jeff's Wonderland into the stratosphere of podcasts. Yes, that's right. It's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, welcome back to Theory Time. You know, there's a lot of pressure these days for us all to be politically correct and to not offend other people. This is, of course, easier said than done, even if one has the best of intentions. I also believe an equally vexing and related issue in our society is that of people taking things too literally. And I think the way things are heading at the moment, that's going to continue to get worse, to the point where a waiter in a restaurant is no longer going to invite people to take a seat, as this will be seen as an open invitation to steal the furniture. Okay, so let me continue by saying quite categorically that I abhor racism and discrimination in all its forms. I believe that if the human race is to survive, we need to focus more on treating each other with respect. And to my mind, that also means remembering that every person on the planet is a weirdo. That is, different to every other person. In this respect, Wonderlanders, I'd like to posit the notion that weird is good and that strange makes the world go round. You see, as inconvenient as it might sound, we are not all the same. Each of us is a remarkable little twist of fate made up of fundamentally the same things at a genetic level, but at the same time, we're all cobbled together a bit differently. We've had different experiences, grown up in different countries with different cultures, blah, 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 blah. And thank God, or quite frankly, we would all bore each other to death. I believe that deep down we instinctively understand this, despite the fact that we'll automatically, subconsciously or consciously, label some people as strange if they are not behaving in quite the way that we expect them to. And that's fine, that's okay, as long as we're happy to accept that they will probably see us as a complete weirdo as well. And then it's all good. We're on the same level of weirdness and that's what you're after. Look, I try to see it differently though. If I meet someone for the first time, I try to remember that both of us are about to discover in what way the other one is a bit of an oddball. And while we might very quickly find that out, we probably won't know why. And at that point, I think further investigation is actually a really, really good idea. I suppose my point, ladies and gents, is this. We might think that respect means treating everyone in the same way. Well, no. I think respect is actually finding out how a person wants to be treated and then taking it from there. And given that we're all weirdos, that discovery could be the most interesting thing you've learned for a long time. Look, if there's one thing I've learned from relationships of all kinds, it's this. There are fantastic, 
opportunity to learn a great source of life experience and at the same time, a surefire cure for boredom. Because even the ones that can't be good can at least be interesting. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's it for another theory time. And we've reached that part of the show where I showcase one of my own songs from one of my albums. I've made six. And uh, this is from an album called Canvas of My Memory, which I made back in 2005. The song I want to feature is a little number called Seven Seas. It's a blues song. It's about a guy sitting in a bar, as so many blues songs are, and he notices um, an old lover over on the other side of the room. And the story goes from there. But without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a tasty snippet with commentary of Seven Seas. I went down to the Seven Seas For to find myself a friend which is pretty much the reason that anybody goes into a bar, if you ask me. I went down to the seven seas Just to find myself a friend Two long years I've been lonely but my heart was on the mare Which is pretty typical, you know, you get over a bad relationship and you think you're over it, you're out, and then there she is again. At a table in the corner Straight whiskey in a hand I mean, it could have been a cup of tea or, a, I don't know, Coke Light or... Nah. Was the woman I'd been missing Talking to another man And at this point you're thinking Bar fight, bar fight, bar fight The black eyes settled on me She got right up And took my hand Yeah, so you can sort of see the way the song's evolving there. It's a very typical blues tale. The guitar work by my mate Oliver Drozet. And folks, if you want to hear the rest of that song, and I can't see any reason why you wouldn't, check it out on Spotify or YouTube or... Amazon Music or Google Play or Deezer or any of the streaming services out there. They've pretty much all got it. And uh, I hope you enjoy that and the other music that I've made. And if you want to know more about that side of me, go over to my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. Okay, so we are now moving to the last segment of the show, Eagerly Awaited. And you know what it's going to be, if you've heard the show before. Yes, it's Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it 
Yes, it is indeed thought of the day, folks. Welcome. Now, practical jokes are part of the human condition. Hmm? They're always more fun, of course, for the instigators than they are for the victim. But I've got a feeling that as an art form, the practical joke will always be with us. And so the other day, I was discussing different types of food preferences with a friend and how many people are taking these preferences increasingly seriously for a variety of reasons. And then I realized that our ongoing obsession with turning food choices into lifestyles has presented us with a tremendous and largely unappreciated opportunity. In other words, I got an idea for a great practical joke. Now, I'm quite sure that I'm not the first person to have had this idea, and it may have already been played out many times, but I think it's worth mentioning for the benefit of those who are a bit bored and have friends that they'd like to prank. So here's what I'm talking about. Firstly, you need to surreptitiously establish that the friend slash victim has no serious food allergies or moral or religious issues with their food choices, but that they've merely decided to eat according to somebody else's poorly thought out and misguided nutritional logic. Then you invite them over for a lavish smorgasbord lunch, having cleverly and elaborately disguised one type of food as another. Now, this will playfully confuse them into eating something which you know they'll really enjoy, partly because it's delicious and partly because they believe it to be something other than what it actually is. The benefits of this exercise are threefold. First, you will derive great pleasure from the knowledge that you've effectively dissolved all apparent logic behind their idiotic decision to dogmatically reject a plethora of healthy and delicious foods in favour of going hardcore, pescatarian or low carb or whatever it is. Secondly, you'll be positively glowing with smug satisfaction at having tricked them into doing something that they would never wittingly or willingly do. And thirdly, that you'll probably lose their friendship forever and why would you want to be friends anyway with somebody who can't take a joke? I'd call that a total win. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Well, everybody, that brings us to the end of yet another program, but there's lots more of the Wonderland in store for you all. So please hit that subscribe button and do join me for the next episode. And if you'd like to drop me a line, I would love to hear from you. So you can get in touch at jeffswonderland at yahoo.com. In the meantime, keep breathing, keep on believing, and I'll be talking at you again real soon on My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Jeff's one